In this week's Parsha, we have the story how about a month after Yetzirah Mitzrayim, the food runs out, the Yidin are complaining to Moshe and Aaron, why did you take us out of Mitzrayim? We don't have any food, etc., etc. So the Pasuk says, Vayoymer Moshe v'yaren al kol b'nei Yisrael, Moshe and Aaron say to the b'nei Yisrael, Erev yidatem ki Hashem hoitzi eschem yeretz Mitzrayim, in the evening you're going to know that Hashem took you out of Mitzrayim, uboiker in the morning, or isem is kvayt Hashem, you're going to see the glory of Hashem, that Hashem has heard all of your complaints. Now here we find something very, very interesting in Rashi. Rashi is going to tell us something on this Pasuk, and in the very next Pasuk, Rashi seems to be saying the same thing again. So, on this Pasuk, Rashi says, what is, what is, what are Moshe and Aaron telling the Bnei Yisrael? Erev in the evening you're going to know that Hashem is the one that has the ability to give you everything you need, but Hashem is not going to give it to you with Panim Me'iris, with a shining face, because you asked it in an inappropriate way, you asked it with a full stomach, which as the Rebbe brings later from the Mepharsha means you had your own plenty of animals anyways. Whereas the bread that you had asked something that you need, when it comes down in the morning, you're going to see the glory of Hashem because He's going to give it to you in a loving way. He's going to give it to you in a time when you have an, enough time to be able to prepare it. It's also going to come down with the, come down with the towel, do both above and below. It's going to be like lying in a, ba- in a box. Now, the very next Pesach says, Vayoymer Moshe, Moshe says, when Hashem is going to give you in the evening meat to eat and in the morning bread to be satisfied, because Hashem heard your complaints. So here Rashi says, why is it that the, that the bread is coming in the morning and the meat in the evening? Rashi answers, because the bread they asked in an appropriate way, the meat they asked in an inappropriate way, therefore Hashem is giving it to them also in a time that's inconvenient. Of course, the question is, what is going on over here? Why is Rashi seemingly repeating the same thing twice? The Rebbe goes through many, many other diukim differences between the two Rashis as well. And hopefully, as we'll explain, some of the Rebbe's beer will come to understand some of these parts of the Rashi as well. But in order to understand this, the Rebbe first says that we need to understand generally what's going on in the Psukim. Why were these two statements separated separated in the Psukim as two separate things? That first, Moshe and Aaron are saying that in the evening you're going to know that Hashem took you out of Mitzrayim, and in the morning you're going to see the glory of Hashem. And the very next Pasuk starts off with saying, in the evening you're going to have the meat, in the morning you're going to have the bread. Why was this divided as two separate statements? Why couldn't have this all been said together? In the evening, you're going to have the meat. You're going to know that Hashem took you out of Mitzrayim. In the morning, you're going to have the bread. You'll see the glory of Hashem. We also find something very interesting that the first statement is being said both by Moshe and by Aaron. And the second one is being said just by Moshe himself. So what's going on over here? So the Rebbe says that really what these psukim are addressing are two different things. And that is, Hashem is responding to two things that are going on. There's one thing, the physical needs of the Yidden. And Hashem is going to be establishing what was really important, what is really part of their necessities, and what is not part of their necessities. This is going to be more related to the second statement that Moshe is speaking directly to the Yidden. But then there's something more general that needs to be fixed up in regards to the behavior, to the attitude of the Yidden with all of their complaints. There's something clearly here that needs to be fixed up in their spiritual state of affairs. And this is really the difference between these two statements of the Psukim and what Rashi is saying. In the first statement, Moshe and Aaron are dealing with the conduct, 
the behavior of the Yidin. And this is connected to both Moshe and Aaron. They're both the ones that were charged with taking the Yidin out of Mitzrayim and to guard the Yidin. Whereas in the second statement, here we're speaking about the specific needs of the Yidin. The meat in the evening, the bread in the morning, and this is going to be more connected to Moshe Rabbeinu himself, who is the Roya Nehman, the faithful shepherd that takes care of the physical needs of the Yidin. Says that this is why these two statements are not combined together. We don't speak in the first statement about the bread and the meat. Because there we're not even speaking yet about the physical needs of the Yidin, we're more trying to give them an attitude, a, a way of behavior, and telling them how what they were doing was inappropriate. And in order to explain this first statement, what's going on, before dealing with the bread and the meat itself, rather when Moshe and Aaron are saying, then in the evening, you're going to know that Hashem took you out of Mitzrayim. In the morning, you're going to see the glory of Hashem. Says the Rebbe, what's going on over here is, because really within the complaints of the Yidin, we could see two opposites. On the one hand, they're complaining, that, see, that obviously shows that there's something wrong going on. On the other hand, the actual fact that they're complaining and demanding their needs from Hashem is showing that they do believe in Hashem. And that's why they need to be asking Hashem for what they need. In accordance to this, there's these two parts of that first statement, which represents these two things of how Hashem is going to deal with the Yidin. And that is as follows. Regarding their complaints that they should have died in Mitzrayim, and they're complaining, why'd you take us out? Comes the first part of the statement, in the evening you're going to know that Hashem took you out of Mitzrayim. In other words, Hashem is showing that He is the one in charge, and that it's not that Moshe and Aaron did it on, them, on their own. On the other hand, by the fact that they are saying Hashem should be giving us our food, etc., which is representing their Amuni and Hashem, now comes the second part of that statement, or that in the morning, or Isam, Hashem, you're going to see the glory of Hashem. In other words, Hashem is going to respond to you in a loving way because you place your trust in Him. Says the Rebbe, this is also the meaning of the Pasuk when it says, in other words, after it says in the morning you're going to see the glory of Hashem because he heard your complaints. Why is that a reason? Because he heard your complaints, that's why you're going to see his glory? Yes, because the point it's trying to be emphasized is that when they are expressing their amuno, that everything is up to Hashem, as a result of that, Hashem, they're going to see the glory of Hashem. Now we can understand also the different aspects of what Rashi is saying. In the first Rashi, Rashi is trying to explain this point, the connection between that you're going to know that Hashem took you out of Mitzrayim, and you're going to see the glory of Hashem, is connected to these two attitudes of the Yidin, these two aspects of the Yidin. And how that's also why they're going to get meat in the evening and bread in the morning, of course. But the point being is, that as a result of the complaints of the Yidin, that brings the response of the Yidatim, that Hashem has took you out of Mitzrayim, and then they're going to end up getting the meat, because it's really representing their complaints. That's why it's not going to be given in a shiny face with Hashem's shining face. On the other hand, the bread, which more represents, something that they need and therefore more represents that they're placing their trust in Hashem, this is why this is connected with the second aspect of Boiker or Isa, that you're going to see the glory of Hashem. Now, in order that we shouldn't say, it seem so surprised that yes, this passage is clearly telling us about Hashem's love for the Yidin. This is why Rashi in that first Rashi has to explain to us that there's a number of ways, ways how we see this. That in the morning, you're going to see it because this is a time when there's plenty of time to prepare the food. It's also going to come down with the dew, etc., etc. Says the Rebbe, now we can also understand what Rashi says. In the first Rashi, he just says simply that regarding the meat, he just says they didn't ask it in an appropriate way. And they had a full stomach, etc. Whereas the bread, they asked 
for something that they need. Rashi is not trying to tell us over here the reason, in other words, the reasons why the bread and the meat are necessary or not necessary. What he's just trying to mainly show is that the point is that generally there was the fact that the Eden were complaining over here. That's the main point. And then there's also the aspect of the Abishner is going to respond also to the fact that they place their trust in him. On the other hand, in the second Rashi, here Rashi is coming to discuss already the needs of the Eden and the difference between bread and meat. Bread is something that they need and Rashi explains you can't manage without the bread. Whereas the meat is something that you could manage without, plus they had plenty of animals, etc., etc. And this is why Rashi explains these details in that second Rashi. The Rebbe now moves on to Panimiyas HaToyda to explain, Yenushal Toida hinted in this Rashi. And what the Rebbe says is, that we know that the difference between bread and meat, the Panimiyas over here is going to be that the bread refers to Nigla de Toira, whereas the meat, which is referring to the slav, which is extra fatty, shem and oil, Oily things generally refer to the Indian of Panimius HaToyra, the secrets of the Torah. Now, the fact that it's oily meat means that meat is something that we do eat, and we have a, it has a flavor. In other words, it's Panimius HaToyra, that it's coming down in a way that we should be able to understand it with our Seichel as well. Now, although it's true that the Mun, which comes from Shemayim, also represents Panimius HaToyra, however, the Mun that came as bread more represents the Nigla de Torah, the way it's being clothed in Panimius HaToyra, whereas the fatty meat is representing Panimius HaToyra on its own. Says that Eben, now we can understand the differences between the man and the slav. And that is that the man, although it did come down in a certain way, in an unlimited way, that no matter how much you took, you always, always ended up with the same amount. Nevertheless, there was still a specific, specific amount, an oimer that's how much everyone gets, because a nigla de toira is more limited, whereas penimi toira is more unlimited, and that's why we don't find a certain limitation of how much slav was able to be available for the Yidden. Another difference is that the man we know didn't come down on Shabbos, although the bracha for the man above came on Shabbos. As opposed to the slav, says the Rebbe, according to Rashi, actually started on Shabbos itself, which again, Shabbos is a day associated specifically with the Indian of Pnimi Yisatayra. So now let's see what Rashi says as far as the bread was l'tzoyrech, was something that they need, an appropriate request. You can't manage without bread as opposed to the slav. Says the Rebbe, because without Nigla de Toyota you can't manage, you need to know, have it for actually knowing the practical halachas of how to behave. As opposed to the Basar, as opposed to the meat, which as we said is representing the Panimi Yisar was inappropriate for two reasons. Says the Rebbe, number one is because as Rashi says, Harbei Behemus Hoyulam, they had plenty of animals. Now generally, Behema is much more materialistic. And it represents the idea that they wanted to bring down the Inyanam of Primi Yisatoira all the way down into the Nefesh Bahamis. And this is what they were told, that that's not an appropriate way. What they were given is a bird, which is not as materialistic, representing that the Primi Yisatoira is coming down into the Nefesh HaSichlis, into the intellectual soul. Another thing Rashi says, they were able to manage without it, meaning before Matan Toira, before the, the, there was the Bitul Akzeira between al and V'Tachtoinim, it was impossible that the Panimius Atoida, as it is on its highest level, should really come down into the slowest level. And this is what means the slow was given not the Panimius, it's not with a shining face, meaning the Panimius is not able to shine inside the slow. However, after Matan Torah, of course, once, and of course, once Chassidus is, is, is revealed, now is a different situation. Now is a time that every Yid could take the deepest in Yadam of Panimius Atoida into the Chabad of his Nefesh. 
Now, the Rebbe says this explanation that we just said is in accordance to the opinion that says that the Slav was actually only before Matan Torah. But the truth of the matter is, from Rashi it would seem that the Slav kept on going even after Matan Torah. So how would we now understand this idea that it was inappropriate at that time, their request? And yet for us it's fine. The Inyanim of Pnimi Yisah So the Rebbe explains that the Yidin on the Darga before Matan Torah were on a level of what's called Re'iyon Elikos, seeing godliness, like Moshe Rabbeinu himself. And therefore for them to be able to bring down the Inyanim of Pnimi Yisah into Seichel, this is somewhat of a Yerida. This was not really appropriate for them. They're on a much, much higher level. And this is actually what it means coming down in a time that's a bother, in an inconvenient time. In other words, coming down from the level of Re'iyo Evelikus, down to a level of Seichel is more of a bother. However, in our generation, asking for this meat, asking for this Panimiyas HaToyed is of course a very, very appropriate thing. And in fact, it's specifically through the union of Panimiyas HaToyed that, as we say, Amos HaKosi Mar, when is Mashiach going to come? Specifically, by the spreading of chsidus, bringing our chsidus down into the lowest places.